0: Welcome back to another episode of CTVB's Podcast. We have an uh, awesome guest today. Hilarious comedian, Kirstie Hayden from Dallas, Texas. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I was actually... I would feel bad about um, my inconsistency with episodes. Like, uploading them until I realized that your last episode was, like, in May, right? So then I... I right yeah, something like that, something like yeah. that. <laughs> okay and um you you brought up some pretty interesting um, topics on that episode about your comedy um, I don't even
1: remember you don't remember <laughs> I th-
0: you were talking yeah, about I think uh, that
1: was the one where I got heckled right
0: uh no I uh, but... I think you were getting ready to do a spot like a, a dirty spot or something like that
1: oh yeah yeah and how
0: yeah. H- how did that end up going
1: it went well. I'm not usually, like, a super dirty comic, mm-hmm. but uh, I had fun with it. I did um, I did the dirtiest stuff I could do. It was, it was fun to just relax, though. Uh-huh. Like, you don't, if it's a dirty show, like, you don't, you don't even necessarily need to be dirty, but you don't have to be squeaky clean, which, it's a lot easier to not worry about being squeaky clean. Okay. You know, it's just, it went well, though. I, uh, it went well. Like, I wasn't that nervous about it. I was just kind of, like, more worried about being put, like, doing the show and then being put in a box of a, being a being a dirty comic. Okay, yeah,
0: being in that category, right?
1: Yeah. Like, I didn't want to risk that, but I ended up doing it, and it was fine. And hopefully no one sees me that way. I just... <laughs> had fun with it yeah you know? So, like, i can be dirty but i don't want to be put in a box
0: that's yeah you don't want to be labeled as like a dirty comedian right
1: yeah no because okay. i'm really not uh-huh. <laughs> it was like i was kind of out of my comfort zone okay a
0: but i mean sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone right to kind of yeah. push uh get into new stuff right so yeah how long have you been yeah. doing comedy for
1: um, like four and a half years now. Oh, wow. It'll be five officially in February.
0: Five years in February? Yeah. And you're based out of Dallas, right?
1: Yeah. That's why much. I ha- that's
0: why I got this uh hat on. This Dallas Cowboys hat. I don't know oh. if you can see that.
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice oh, wow. that, yeah.
0: <laughs> I take it you, you're not yeah, a football have- fan, right?
1: No. Like at all? not. I uh I'm not but are you in Houston?
0: Yeah, I'm in Houston.
1: Oh, okay. But I'm a oh, big ba- you're betraying Houston right now wearing that. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I, I won't wear this outside the house. I would <laughs> just wear it at home. People really hate the Cowboys here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like everywhere seems to hate the Cowboys. Honestly. Really?
0: And you? What part of Dallas do you uh, live in?
1: I live in Addison, so it's like. Uh, It's technically not Dallas, but it's, like, a little north. Okay. um, I think. I don't know. (laughs) It's a little, like, suburb of Dallas, basically. And uh,
0: you work at at the Addison Improv, right?
1: mm -hmm. I live, like, three minutes from there. That's why I live here. Okay. I work there, so Uh it's easier to work.
0: Is that kind of where you started doing comedy, or did you start with open mics, or how did that happen?
1: Yeah. I, uh... I actually did my first set ever at DCH, but that shut down, and now it's, it stood for Dallas Comedy House, Uh and now it's Dallas Comedy Club, it's under new management. Okay. That was where I did my first set, but, and then I hit up a few open mics, just uh, like Hyena's Dallas, Mm -hmm. and uh, we have Arlington Improv, too, which is not too far. Okay. But, um. How
0: is that? How you? How is a uh-huh. hyena? Sorry to interrupt you, but how is that hyena's uh, club? Because I was just listening to uh, Mark, uh, Mark and Sam Morelli's podcast. I don't know if you have yeah, catched any of their episodes, but uh, I think Sam was talking about how hyenas sometimes they're like kind of crappy. Is like not the best in Dallas because like they would push some of his sets like an hour back.
1: Um. I've never actually worked a weekend at Hyena's. I've done... They have a Fort Worth location, Mm -hmm. which has, like, a small room outside of the main room. Uh So, it's, like, a main room and then a a smaller room. And I've done that smaller room a few times. I've done, like, a handful of shows there. But I've never done... I've never opened for, like, a big headliner at Hyena's.
0: Okay. So, I
1: don't know how it is there. But um, I do notice that... And I'm not trying to, like talk shit or anything but uh-huh. i noticed like improv gets bigger names uh uh-huh. you know bigger name comics yeah but okay. hyenas gets pretty big names too yeah but
0: I, I hear a lot of comics talk about hyenas
1: yeah so. but um uh, i don't know i'm not really sure like a lot of the politics and stuff about it mm-hmm. um i personally just um i did a showcase at the improv First, and the GM at the time kind of like took me under his wing, mm-hmm. and I was working across the hall at this piano bar. It's it, it's literally in the same building. Okay. As the improv, there's just a hallway in between. Oh. Okay. You don't even have to go outside. Uh-huh. It's the same building, and I worked across the hall at this like piano bar. Mm-hmm. And I would always pop, when I started doing comedy, I would always pop over, like, to the improv during my shift if there was, like, nothing going on and just, like, watch. and. Okay. Eventually, I started working there after I had already started doing stand-up. Okay, yeah,
0: that was so, my next question.
1: Yeah. Have you started like, working I, there or
0: comedy first? What came first?
1: No, I, I started doing comedy at first. I did comedy for, like, a year. Mm. And then the GM at the improv was like, hey, like, if you wanted to work here, you could probably get more stage time mm-hmm. you be around comedy it just makes more sense for yeah you to, why are you working across the hall <laughs> exactly you work here yeah. and i was like well, leave- that makes more sense you're yeah. leaving that and place I- to go there <laughs> yeah
0: and, then and so get- i've
1: been working at the improv now for like three and a half years and i've been doing stand-up for like four and and yeah like things have gotten a lot better how like, i've gotten a lot of work there
0: how often do you uh do you go on stage a week
1: I go on stage every week Um, Like I do I host an open mic at the improv Okay, It's Sunday in the afternoon So it's kind of stupid (laughs) Like the time
0: Yeah but it's Um, something right
1: Well it works for the club Because the club doesn't lose money Mm -hmm. You know it's just kind of it just works out better for everybody. And it's really just, I look at it as like, maybe it doesn't get the biggest crowd, but this Ah. is a good way to verbalize the jokes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, and I'm doing it every week with another comic. We both host it. So I do that every week, but then uh, I would say I usually lately have had at least one show a week. And then if I don't have any shows, I Mm -hmm. just, I go to open mics. Okay.
0: So you still do do the open mics. mics.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, I mean you should never quit doing open mics oh. unless you're a full-time comic and you're getting paid to do comedy, right? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, pretty much like unless you're working every weekend and you're on stage for a lot of time and yeah. you're comfortable working out new jokes in front of like a, a big crowd <laughs> yeah. then yeah, but open mics are kind of great cuz you I don't care if I do badly at an open mic. I'm just like I need to work this out yeah. and I know it's comfortable for me to work it out at an open mic uh-huh. and it is. I'm still not quite used to working out brand new jokes in front of a sold out yeah. show when I'm working with other headliners. Exactly. Like I, yeah. So I don't... I, I think you should go to open mics for as long as possible. Yeah. Until you don't have time yeah, anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Because like the people that go see open micers, it's like they're not expecting... Like Andrew Schultz up there, you know, they they kind of understand what's going on. They, and yeah. you, I guess the pressure is, it's not as big, right?
1: Yeah, like it's a good, it's just a good space to work out new jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you haven't said a joke out loud yet, it's probably not going to come out good. And it's nerve wracking. I'm still working. Uh, do you know who Steve Trevino is? yes. Yeah. Uh, like I've been working with him the most as a he- like a headliner. Okay. And he, it really wasn't until I started working with him more mm-hmm. where I was like, he basically told me, he's like, if you're going to work with me more, you're going to need to make your, sh- either make your jokes better oh. or, you know, work on new jokes. You okay. can't just do the jokes that work just because it's a big crowd. Yeah, like, yeah. This is where you should be working. So he put that in my head that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like, eventually, I am going to get to a point where I'm not going to have time to go to open mics anymore. Exactly. And I'm going to need to work on new jokes mm-hmm. in front of large crowds. Yeah. So, I'm kind of transitioning right now on that, but I'm still going to open mics, you know, because I'm not that busy yet. Yeah. I still, you know, I still have time to hit up open mics, so I do. But eventually, yeah, you want to get to a point where you're maybe not going to open mics, but you're at least working on new and jokes. Mature, yeah.
0: That makes, all the time. that makes sense. That makes sense because, like, I, again, I was listening to the the Morelli and uh, Mark uh, Norman show, and they were talking with Tom, and Tom Segura was talking about how uh, when he was starting off, he had a uh, David Tell that actually requested Tom to feature for him, and um, after he performed, like, Tell was like, "Do you have like a new twenty minutes? Because like those you did those last year." Yeah. So it's like just because they hit like. You still expect to like come up with new material, right?
1: Pretty much, and like, and I don't mean for that to sound like you should work on new material all the time. Mm-hmm. You should just if, as soon as you get the rhythm and the flow of your joke, mm-hmm. and it's this, it starts to come out the same every time you tell it. Yeah. That's when you should start working on keep it. You know, put it somewhere when you need to impress somebody. Mm-hmm. That's where you, when you need to bring out the good material. Uh-huh. But if you've already impressed the person that you're working in front of you know the crowd isn't who you should be trying to impress you should be trying to impress you know the booker exactly you know and if once you've done that you know like like Steve for example Mm. me working with him I impressed him when I did a guest spot in front of him when he first wanted to work with me after that it was like okay so you've already impressed me now Mm. I need to see you working because if to you're just gonna do the same right? five to ten minutes yeah. or ten to twenty minutes every time, then you're not getting any better. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's true," <laughs> and that was it. Caused me definitely to step out of my comfort zone and
0: and th- you need somebody like that, right? You need somebody that's gonna push yeah. you because they want the best for you. Like th-
1: exactly, yeah. Th- the
0: better you are, the more of his a game he has to bring, right?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like you know, they're trying to help you exactly. Like, and it doesn't help you if they're just constantly like good job, yeah. nice work. It does nothing. You're,
0: <laughs> You're just going to yeah, keep doing the really same shit work. over. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so from Dallas, um have you worked or who are some of the coolest people that you've uh been featured with? I think I saw Santino on, on your Instagram, right?
1: You yeah. got a picture for him. I I hosted. Yeah, I uh yeah, like I I don't mean to get technical, go, but yeah, there's like the host, spot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the first act, and then the second act. And, okay,
0: see, that's what I, I wanted to ask you about the difference, like yeah. the 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 ladder that it kind of goes. It goes host, feature, and then co-headliners, or right?
1: Yeah, or just headliner if it's uh-huh. a three-man show, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Andrew Santino, I got to host for him, and uh-huh.
0: how was that? Uh,
1: It was amazing. He was so sweet. He was... You know, like... I've never had any terrible experiences with a headliner. But it's kind of like they're either really... They just keep to themselves. Mm -hmm. Or they are really outgoing and eager to like talk to me like help out a new comic give words of advice Mm -hmm. get to know me make me feel special whatever and Andrew Santino was one of those those. people where he like he like invited me out for drinks with him after and like I got to hang out with him so and that doesn't happen a lot like I said like I say half the time they're either like that or they for me at least they're either like that or they don't really talk at all and they're very like to themselves Mm -hmm. which is fine there's nothing wrong with that no one's been a dick okay well that's good but yeah Yeah. but he was definitely like of the nicest he stands out like i'm not gonna forget that experience and it's crazy
0: (laughs) because he's like redhead right redheads you kind of usually think they're like angry and they're like evil but he was the opposite
1: no (laughs) he was so nice and he was funny like he was he had kind of like an edgy like he kind of like fucked with me at times Uh humor but it wasn't mean it was like i think he just wants me to feel comfortable so like i like that
0: yeah i I think the harder they fuck with you that means like they the most more comfortable they want you to feel
1: like you're part of the gang wasn't like yeah he wasn't like being a diva or Uh anything like he wasn't like yelling at me because i did something wrong like nothing like that just very like just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was cool. He's a really good guy. I would recommend seeing him too because his act was really funny. Okay. And his other opener, um, who I think tours with him everywhere, that guy was really cool too. Okay. So, what? and his name is Chris. I don't. I just figured no one would know him, him <laughs> right away, but I think he'll be a big one day. They were both. They were both really really cool. Who? That was a. Was fun weekend.
0: What about uh Brendan Schaub? Schwab? Schwab. Because I think uh, he filmed his latest special, and there was a lot of talk about his special and how maybe he shouldn't have put it out yet. And uh, I know he went to the Addison Improv and he like redid the stage and all that.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, so he came through. Yeah, he wanted to film a special there, and he he had the uh, someone make a cutout of the skyline. Mm-hmm. the stage and whatever Ah. his act you know I think he just needs to keep I I think he just he started off famous already so he never really had to go through the shitty open mic or phase Mm -hmm. that we all like went through I mean he's going through that but he's doing it in front of sold out shows every weekend
0: because of his podcast right
1: that's where he kind of, I just don't think he realizes, you know, he has this platform and he has these, these sold out shows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I just don't think he's, he realizes how to, that, you know, you need to get good at com. Yeah. It's better to get good at comedy before <laughs> you start Yeah. putting all your stuff out there and before you start selling out shows. But because he's already famous, uh-huh. he doesn't have to do that. He just already can make you know, he's making a lot of money doing stand up. He is. Because he sells out. I mean, he sold out our club all the nights that he was here. Yeah, he does that, um, man.
0: He does have a huge following. Like, I I follow him just because of his podcast, because I'm a big MMA fan, and I like Brian Callan, and he's all right, man. Like, I've gone to see him before, but like, he always, the good thing about him is, like, he has, like, great people that open for him. Like, he has David Lucas with him, he has Chappelle Lacey. I mean, having yeah, Brian Callen school. And, uh, like, I think that also kind of helps him a lot Right, kind of to sell the places out But how was well, the you... crowd for for uh, the taping of that?
1: I mean, I think the, the cool thing I noticed about a lot of headliners And I think it also is the reason why a lot of them The more famous they get Kind of sometimes the worse their material gets after mm-hmm. a while Because... Mm-hmm. After a while, most of the time when I see headliners, even when I don't personally think that they what they're saying is Funny. has been that well written or anything, mm-hmm. um, the crowd's just happy to see them. Yeah. <laughs> so the crowd just laughs yeah. anyway. And I wouldn't say that he killed it. I mean, the room was not crazy loud uh-huh. or anything, but people were still laughing okay. when they knew they were supposed to be laughing because yeah. they love him. They don't want... <laughs> him to be uncomfortable yeah. you know they i mean people were standing in line at his merch table mm-hmm. for however long yeah. waiting waiting to i don't even know if he was there but they were buying his merch i mean they were whatever like i mean he gave the staff like i think were you the one that was yeah yeah them?
0: i had, yeah because i <laughs> okay. you made that real that had the thick boy hoodie so,
1: like <laughs> he was super sweet to the staff uh-huh. like he tipped everybody out uh-huh. i'm not gonna say how much yeah but he tipped out everybody at the club even if we didn't most headliners there's a server for the green room mm-hmm. most headliners only tip out that server okay but he tipped out the kitchen oh, wow. he tipped out all the servers even <laughs> the ones that didn't take care of him i mean he's super sweet yeah i think that kind of
0: evens was, him out right his comedy mm-hmm. with I, I said that kind of evens yeah. him out his comedy and he's like
1: like I would have him back any day <laughs> yeah. because he is generous like that. He gave you know people merch. His his whole entourage is sweet. Like uh, you mentioned, Chip Chep- and mm-hmm. Uh That's kind of a friend I've made. I haven't gotten to work with him yet, uh, but he follows me and we talk on social media. Yeah, sometimes. He's awesome. So, yeah, hey. and he obviously killed it. Yeah. You know, he's really funny. And then like Brendan's whole team is just, they're all really sweet people. So I got really nothing bad to say about him other than he just hasn't gotten to get good at comedy yet. He's only been doing it for like maybe five years and he has never had to probably do an open mic in front of two people. You know, like I've had four years of hitting up open mics seven times a week,
0: Uh you know,
1: in front of terrible crowds and he hasn't had to go through that yet. Yeah. He always has
0: like a full room.
1: Pretty much, yeah. and, they, and they're and they just happy to see him, uh-huh. so a lot of times they're laughing, and they're giving him this false sense of, mm-hmm. okay, that joke is good, that joke is done, and he doesn't probably doesn't feel the need to make it any better, yeah. because the crowd's laughing at it. He kind of listens
0: more to the crowd than what other comedians are maybe telling him, advising him, right?
1: Yeah, which it surprises me that his comedy friends, especially because he's friends with so many good ones, yeah. don't help him, but maybe they do, and he just doesn't like listen, I don't know, yeah. but... You, I don't know, but other than that, I mean, other than just, he just needs to be, he just needs to get, you know, work a little more, uh-huh. um, I really don't have anything bad to say about him, like,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, it was a good, week. it's a good weekend at the club, I will say, like, whenever I'm, I do take a lot of time off mm-hmm. at work to do comedy, to do shows, to do other things, mm-hmm. you know, um, but whenever I see it's Brendan Schaub's weekend, I try to avoid getting booked that weekend uh-huh. if I can, because... His crowd work. tips are really good too. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a bunch of like bros yeah, and that, stuff and like mm-hmm. mean, make a lot of money, you know? So.
0: That's good. That's good. I, I love his weekends. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: he, and he only does about 45 minutes. So it's yeah. a quick show, you know? So we, like there are some comics that will stay on stage for like two hours. Oh, wow. You know? Um, so those weekends are long. But wow. his, like he doesn't have that much time. So he's, you know, it's quick. He's in and out and tips well. Yeah, yeah Yeah so
0: What is um, Yeah
1: I don't
0: know <laughs> What is uh, Kind of like Your joke writing process
1: Um Lately Lately I've been Having the It used to be When I first started Ideas would just Pop into my head And I'd mm-hmm. write them out And I'd just write Until I ran out of Things to write And then mm-hmm. I'd be like Alright Gonna take this to the stage Take it to the stage You know Figure out what worked, what didn't work. You know, I always record myself, mm-hmm. but lately, I, ideas don't really just come to me anymore. Um, I kind of have to force myself to just sit down and think about it mm-hmm. in silence for a minute because I, I want to keep writing. Yeah. You know, I don't want. I I get afraid a lot of. Oh my God, have I burned through all of my experience? Is uh-huh. this it? Like, you know, I got nothing. You know, and uh, so I. I do have to kind of force myself sometimes if I'm like, no, I need to write something new. I'm uh-huh. tired of everything. Like, this isn't working and this is done. This is good. I need, need something new. So I'll force myself to, like, sit down and think of something. And
0: You make time usually, dedicated for mm-hmm. that. You make time dedicated for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have to. Usually I, I would say the thing I do the most is I'll write out the idea. Mm-hmm. If I can expand on it I will But I usually just Take it to the stage And write it on stage Okay Because ideas Will usually come to me While I'm up there Yeah
0: Do you ever Like act it out In front of a mirror Before you like Go on stage
1: No No? I I'll say it in my head Or whatever Uh Like I'll think I'll think about it And I'll maybe even Like kind of Whisper it to myself Uh You know If I'm If I have a show That night And I And I'm about to do a joke that I haven't done a lot yet. I'm about to try it out. I'll kind of, like, say it to myself quietly, but performing in front of a mirror would... Like, that just doesn't do anything (laughs) for me. Like, it... it, Because it's so... Like, you need an audience, you know? And uh, and as far as my facial expressions and all of my Mm act-outs, I don't really plan those. Maybe I should, but I just let those come naturally okay so i feel like if it's too staged and stuff they're gonna know that yeah the audience gonna know that you needed to so look I, natural yeah like i don't really perform in front of the mirror or anything because i just don't think that, that would really help me there's probably a lot of comics that yeah. do especially the ones that are big on planning mm-hmm. their face expressions and their act outs but i just want those to come naturally okay. um I don't know, though. Maybe I should start
0: doing that. I, Maybe it would be better. <laughs> I heard, I, man, I could have sworn it. It might have been Tom Segura on a podcast or another big comic saying that they would act it out in front of a mirror and to, like, kind of yeah. get the whole thing down. But I don't know. I guess yeah,
1: I don't know, I mean, I'm sure there's probably tons of people that do that,, uh-huh. and it helps them, but i I'm more like I just think about it in my head or I say it like kind of to myself in the shower mm-hmm. or whatever, like or while I'm driving yeah. on the way to the venue, I'm like mm. and they, but I don't really yeah,
0: okay, okay, yeah, But I mean, there are a lot of comics that actually like just work on their act on stage, but yeah. I, that's that's man, just a thought of that yeah, usually.
1: Like, the first time I do it, sometimes I'll do it on stage, and then when I get home, I'll try to listen to the recording, and I'll write down what worked and uh-huh. what didn't, and then I take those notes and do it again. Okay. And just keep doing that until until it's where I want it mm-hmm. to be, basically. How, you know, how no, many? After a certain...
0: No, no, what? You go ahead before I interrupt. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say, like, after a certain point, it'll you'll be comfortable enough to do it in front of bigger audiences too. Uh You know, you gotta, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: (laughs) Has there ever been a joke that you've worked on on stage like multiple times and like, it just doesn't get the reaction that you want, but like you don't want to give up on it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. As a girl, I have a joke about like body dysmorphia Uh and like, eating disorder of course and i i love it because it's very true to me Uh and i always have a few even some men Uh like there's always like a very small handful of people when i do that joke that will come up to me and be like i love that i related to that so hard Mm -hmm. but whenever i do it the crowd as a whole does not typically respond while it's that joke because it's so it's just it's like a sadder topic uh-huh. or it's just uncomfortable and I guess not everybody relates yeah. to that so I think it's just uncomfortable overall they they don't want that for me uh-huh. and maybe they're not trying to think about that right now while they're like eating and drinking at a comedy club yeah. like I don't know what the reason is that, but I love it because it's it's real it's real uh-huh. and, it, and it's also just like kind of a, a, a thing that I've that I like it's a coping mechanism I guess for Mm -hmm. it because you just never really you never really like deal with it you never really get rid of that mindset but Uh to cope with it I'm like I can I have to make a joke about this I have to make this funny yeah so that I. if you
0: laugh at it you're okay it makes it more okay right
1: yeah it's like
0: not affecting you as much in a way
1: yeah so I I don't, I'm not going to get rid of the joke, but I am, it's one of those where I, I can't just do it without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like I worry about it. I'm like, whenever I'm about to do that joke, if I'm planning on doing it, mm-hmm. I get really nervous because I'm mm-hmm. like, this is where I lose the crap. usually. <laughs> <laughs> like, <And> it- <laughs> no, like, Not everyone wants to laugh at anorexia yeah. and binge eating. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: It's hilarious, though, right? I mean, you go to a comedy show, you need to, like... I I don't know, whenever I go to a comedy show, like... Andrew Schultz, like, he... Have you seen his new uh, special, by any chance? I haven't seen it,
1: but I've seen clips of it. It's pretty good.
0: It's the best. Right now, he's, like, my go. This is my time's go. And, um, like, he just touches on, like, the hardest, like, the most uh offensive topics but he just makes it funny. You know like you don't feel like he's being malicious with any of his uh of, of his jokes. Right? And how why yeah. how how can some comics do that? You think?
1: I think it just t- comes with time. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when you've been doing stand up for 10 to 15 plus years, yeah. you're going to your voice is going to come out, you're going to you know, at his level He has a crowd that really fucks with him. That knows him, right. They wanna see that stuff. They know him. That that's who they love. So 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 he also doesn't have to really worry about those jokes Mm -hmm. not landing because they love him. (laughs) He's doing it in front of a crowd that that knows what they're getting into. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Whereas like us, you know, starting out, we're performing in front of other people's crowds, Mm -hmm. you know, like Like, uh, Steve Trevino, for example, his crowd is a lot of middle-aged, um, kind of cowboy, uh, country, blue collar, maybe, like, kind of like dad, like, dad, husband, all this, um, with kids. So they don't always, like, I do pretty good in front of his crowd, but every now and then I'll have weird experiences because. You can see me I'm not I'm not, a, I'm not a wife I don't have kids I'm in my 20s You know There's a very Different like, one... It's not I can do well In front of them uh-huh. But they don't I can tell There are some topics That they don't relate uh-huh. to But Whenever I get a crowd Of my own Like Andrew Schultz mm-hmm. For example like, You know they're, You're gonna get a crowd That wants to see you mm-hmm. They wanna they, they, they know They've seen you before They know what you're Gonna talk about And they relate So those jokes Are gonna hit really hard yeah. In front of the right crowd, but um, but him, yeah, I think it's just when it comes to really offensive mm-hmm. stuff, and really they call them blue comics like okay. Mark Norman and yeah. all of them, they those, those like those guys. they they <laughs> like really push the envelope. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, they do.
1: You have to be doing it for a while, I think, to really get to that point. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think open micers personally, I think it's a bad idea mm-hmm. to do anything political or racist or anything because. No one likes you. No one's paid to see you yet. And those open mic crowds are not really ready for that. And also, you're so awkward on stage when you're starting off that those jokes come out weird. It it just all looks weird. It's It's not a bad idea. If that's the comic you want to be, then I guess you should maybe start that way. Uh But it's going to be weird at first. But for him, you know, he's... Really comfortable, and he's a really good writer, and he's had a lot of practice. Yeah. So, I think that just comes with time. Yeah. Like being able to pretty much go up there and say whatever you want. Yeah. And, like you, you said, know?
0: it's, I mean, he has his huge fan base. And just like Mark Norman, you were saying, and all those guys, like they're able to put on their specials on YouTube. And, I mean, they're, you could tell with the views that people fuck with them. You know, like they don't really need any big streamers or anything like that.
1: For sure. Yeah. 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 But uh But he's funny. I never really gave Andrew Schultz like a chance, really. really? I've never really watched him.
0: You're a Not Schumer because fan I don't like
1: him, but I just didn't really think to watch him. Uh-huh. But uh I saw a clip of his from that special mm-hmm. about Squid Game.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: and I thought that joke was pretty funny, Did so
0: I, I saw him in uh in San Antonio at L O L. And uh, oh. it was hilarious. I left the entire time. But it's crazy because, like, whenever I left, I couldn't remember much. Like, I don't know if you've ever had that. Like, that happens yeah. to some people. Like, you go see um, the comedian form, laugh your ass off, and then you leave. Like, what the hell was I just laughing at? Like, it's crazy, right? I, I don't yeah. know if you've ever experienced that.
1: For sure. I don't know what that means. I feel like if they're... I feel like I when I see someone that really makes me laugh, I usually remember that, like at least one joke. Uh-huh. I'm like that one got me, like, uh, and I don't forget it. So I don't know, but I've definitely had comics where I knew I liked them, uh-huh. but I don't remember what they talked about. Okay. Like that happens all the time.
0: Who's some of your but favorite one, comics?
1: Um, Mark Norman's like probably you know he's up there. Mm-hmm. He, but uh, he didn't, like, inspire me to start doing stand-up because I didn't know about him until, like, two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. So I had already started. But, um, you know, he's up there. And, um, you know, I like Taylor Tomlinson. Right, she's but this fine. girl that just came through two weeks ago, uh, her name is Jessica Kirsten. Uh-huh. She's That's really funny. Okay. She's, like, one of my favorites now. I like her. You- um,
0: What about Amy Schumer? I know you were talking about her a little bit on your yeah, podcast.
1: I, uh, she was around before I started doing stand-up, but mm-hmm. no, nah, I was never really like a big fan or I was never really, she never really inspired me to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, uh, I don't hate her. Wow. I just think, I don't think that her writing is great, but at the same time, like all the time, I've seen her do some jokes before, like her, when she was on Saturday Night Live, I don't remember why I was watching it because I don't watch that show that much yeah. anymore. But for some reason I was watching, I saw her monologue uh-huh. that she did and I thought it was pretty funny. But I've seen, I saw one of her specials a few years ago and like, I don't know. I'm just like, what? what? I mean, she's killing it.
0: What about she, uh, like Whitney Cummings? And yeah,
1: Whitney, Whitney was one of my big inspirations for okay. sure to start doing stand up. That was one of the first, you know, women in comedy mm-hmm. that I saw that I thought was like really funny. Yeah. That didn't, you know, that wasn't the stereotypical woman in comedy. Yeah. Cause, like, let's, I, I don't like to put women in a box like that, but a lot of people will stereotype us saying all we do is talk about our vagina. Yeah, and yeah, our yeah. <laughs> You know, and farts, and, yeah. and they try to be men or whatever, uh-huh. and sex, and and that's why I try not to do that because I'm like, first of all, that's not my voice, really, yeah. Those topics, but also I don't want to be put in that box, yeah. But I feel like Amy Schumer is kind of that prime example, that stereotype. I feel
0: like she kind of started like that, and then she never like transitioned to anything else. She kind of like stayed, yeah. Because like she did, she was huge for a while. I mean, she's still kind of big. I mean, she hosted, said what was it the Oscars or the Emmy, something like that?
1: Yeah, but um, like
0: she, I, whenever she first started out, I did hear all these praise for her, and she was fil- hilarious. And now I just hear a lot of comics talking down on her because she's yeah. a joke stealer, right?
1: that but she's basically like the Nickelback of comedy yeah it's like everybody just hates her yeah but for some reason she's still selling out she
0: does right all
1: over the place I mean she has a couple million followers like she's huge yeah. still
0: but she's been in uh, movies and shit, it's kind of like
1: what happened with Dane Cook almost
0: oh I love Everyone Dane just, Cook man I, I, I
1: fucking, grew up with him yeah, like, me that too. was like my I, I'm embarrassed because when people ask me you know who are your inspirations who you know, are my dad and all these well, well like my, like it's embarrassing because like i'm like i didn't grow up with george carlin and richard oh. Pryor. like they were way yeah. before my time mm-hmm. i know about them now but i didn't know about them when i was a kid mm-hmm. when i was a kid dane cook was the yeah. guy he was the, like,
0: the bk lounge that yeah. bit i yes. saw that bit so he, much man
1: yeah like the yeah. beat that was one of my favorite like the yeah. nothing fights I don't yeah. know if you that one. i'm like he was a good comic at the time, and my dad took me to see him when I was like twelve. Uh-huh. You know, like I—he was hilarious. He was my inspiration, yeah. Like, I mean, not anymore. You know, I've even, in fact, I even tried to watch. He has like a newer special on YouTube. Oh, he does. It's not brand new, but I—it's newer.
0: He's still and doing I comedy, to, right?
1: I think yeah. he, yeah, he is. But yeah. he doesn't sell out arenas anymore like yeah. he was. Yeah. I don't really know what happened with him, but it makes me kind of sad because, I mean, yeah, like, I grew up with him, and you, he was a good comic. People try to act like he wasn't good. Yeah, he, was. Like, he was. He was huge. <laughs> I like,
0: love that. Do you think D'Elia kind of... saw him in a... Is the new yeah. him, in a way? Do you think D'Elia, Chris Alia, is kind of like the new generation's Dane Cook because how active, how much movement he does and shit?
1: Maybe. I mean, I don't see it that way, mm-hmm. but maybe i know chris the leah got canceled for a minute yeah for like a year
0: or <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what how i mean do you believe that or what, what do you think about like like him because when all that stuff started like the whole cancellation supposedly it was whenever joe rogan got his spotify deal and then they started going after all his friends which was like brian Callan, which he got canceled for about a year year and a half to Leah, and they tried doing the same thing to like Joey Diaz, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it's like innocent until proven guilty, mm-hmm. I guess. So I don't know these people. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know anybody involved. And I don't, I also don't research it that mm-hmm. much because I kind of just, I hate to say it, but, like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, like, innocent until proven guilty. Once, yeah. once I find out that they're guilty, then that's probably when I would start, okay, yeah. well, then what, what happened? Whenever like, there's real like,
0: charges, right, real paperwork happening.
1: But it's, like, it just seems like rumors. Like, I guess it was pretty gross. But, like, I did see the Chris Alia, like, screenshots of the messages he uh-huh. was sending. And that's bad, but, but like, I don't know what happened, like, if there was no contact I guess yeah. like I don't know I mean, I mean I he just, was
0: creepy that's creepy as shit
1: it's creepy, yeah, but I don't i I don't know to me it's like I wouldn't want to work with him yeah you know I wouldn't want to work with a comic that did something like that uh-huh. but uh, outside of that there's nothing that I can really do about it mm-hmm. I'm like I personally don't have any like luck thankfully I don't have any creepy interactions like that yeah. with their comics.
0: That's good. <laughs> so I
1: guess I don't know how that feels, uh-huh. but I mean, all I can really do is be like, oh, "Yeah, I wouldn't work with him. He seems like a creep." So you know, if
0: Delia was to like go to Addison Improv, you would be like, "Nah, I don't want to work that night." Or,
1: Uh, if I have to make money, I'll work as a server. Uh-huh. But if they were to ask me, "Hey, do you want to open for him,
0: like host or anything?" I
1: don't know what I would do. You would At think that about point, it. I would probably. I would do re- my research, uh-huh. I'd be like, okay, well then what, let's find out what happened. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: where you start doing research, if, when it affects you. If proven
1: not guilty, then I don't, maybe, uh-huh. but if he were to get creepy with me, then, I mean, I, I don't, I probably wouldn't, if, uh, it just depends, like, what the, yeah, I would, I probably wouldn't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, probably I not. just don't want to, uh, it just seems messy, Yeah, I don't want to put
0: Put yourself in the in a position to potentially have that happen,
1: right? But there was a comic that there's a comic that does come through the improv that has a bad reputation uh-huh. who gave me a guest spot. I did the guest spot. He gave me all these good advice uh-huh. afterwards. And I but I didn't feel right about doing that.
0: Mm.
1: Like doing the spot. Because okay. I was like, it's just against my I don't like this person and I don't wanna work with I don't if the comic's gonna take me on the road with uh-huh. him, which is the best case scenario when you get a guest spot. Yeah, I don't want it I don't want it to be with him.
0: Oh, okay, okay. You, know? you so, didn't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. With
1: so uh, the following time that he came to the improv, I went out of town. Oh
0: shit. It was that bad. You it was did you I just
1: I don't wanna work with him. Uh-huh. Like I don't wanna see him again. He's given, he had given me two guest spots uh-huh. And I was like, if I work with him again, he's gonna give me another guest spot. And I don't, I don't know what he, what he wants to do. But uh-huh. if it's just a guest spot, whatever. But if he ends up inviting me on the road, I don't want to. I had heard other stories. Oh, uh, okay. And I okay. believed them because okay. I heard, I met someone who personally was there, uh-huh. and they were telling me these oh, stories okay, okay, about yeah, this guy. Yeah. Okay. So, I. I was like, I don't want to work with him. Like, I don't want him to take me under his wing. Uh-huh. He's not, you know. So that's why I'm like, I don't know what I would do if, if it's just a one, if it's just one s- spot, you know, whatever. But it, let's say, you know, they really like you and they want to take you on the road. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would trust a comic who has a reputation of
0: Being doing crazy. shitty things. What does his name <laughs> rhyme with?
1: I'm not gonna say. <laughs>
0: It's okay. It's okay. I just had to ask. Maybe
1: if we ever if we ever meet in person and it's not on a public platform, okay. I'll tell you. But I don't, I'm not going to say it on here. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, that's understandable. So, um, when was the last time you came to Houston? It's been a while, right?
1: Last time I was there I was in March. In March. Um, I did the I did Rudyard's. That was the only one I did. I've done Secret Group a lot. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I w- I wanted to be there because um. It was my friend's birthday because my my family lives there. Okay, that's where I'm from. Oh, you're from Houston. Yeah, the area. What what part of Houston? uh, So I was there. Huh. What
0: part? What area? Katy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. It's (laughs) summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I grew up in Hempstead, which was it's like a little country town, like 30 minutes outside of Katy. And Katy was like my Houston. That was my big city. So. I would be at the yeah. mall like every weekend at Katie Mills. I'd be there every oh. weekend. And the, yeah.
1: But, wow. Okay. Uh, so you're close yeah. then. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I was, um, about 15, 20 minutes more closer to Houston from the mall. Okay. So like there was the mall and then I was like right in the middle of that mall and Memorial city mall. Oh, okay, so I okay. was like,
0: yeah, yeah. Then it was Okay. Yeah. But, um, did you ever do oh, comedy yeah, there? oh sorry you that? were no no go ahead go ahead I, I don't
1: know what I'm saying but yeah I like coming to Houston there's oh. a good scene over there uh, the riot and the secret, and group, the secret right? group have been really good yeah. I got to do the improv with Steve Trevino but that's the only time I've ever hit up that club. okay okay uh, that you, one's hard to get time at I've heard really yeah that's, I
0: think okay. the last person I saw there was Whitney and I got to like yeah. meet her I was like two feet away from her she was freaking awesome she was freaking. She was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she was uh, she came to our club too and she was she was nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, she she did a good job. She's very nice to her audience too. Okay. She like will take pictures with everybody and do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah. uh in Secret Group where Do you have any comic friends from Houston that you like hang out with whenever you come down?
1: Um no, most of my friends in Houston, I I knew in school, Mm -hmm. like in high school and in elementary, like I only have like, I have two best friends there that I've known for 10 plus years. Uh But now with the comedy, like I've gotten to know a handful of comics and I, I can like, I'll hang out with them at the, at wherever I'm doing shows at, Uh you know, but I, I'm not, I haven't, like, I haven't known them for a very long time. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of every, but I mean, there's always a friendly face. Like I've gotten to know, cause I've, Gone up there now. I mean, I've us uh, a, a few times. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I've gotten to know like a bunch of the comics now, so I can like stand there and talk with them for a while. And everyone's really nice. Like, I haven't had any bad
0: any bad, bad interactions or anything. or
1: anything. And the clubs, I mean, all the shows. There's always a nice crowd. Yeah, like yeah. it's really cool over there. How like you know, obviously they got the comedy club, like. The improv, but mm-hmm. it's cool how those Seeker Group and Rudyards get good crowds too. Well, that's something that Dallas kind of struggles with.
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you like the difference between the Houston comedy scene and, and the Dallas scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just feel like maybe Houston mm-hmm. just like they know how to market their shows better or something because every time I've gone there, it's always been like a decent crowd.
0: Uh huh. If not, they, great, they, they always have you know? a really good crowd.
1: Yeah. Even the Midnight here, Shows.
0: The, like, yeah, secret I loved midnight. the midnight
1: show. Yeah. There was it was fun because the crowd I think a lot of the crowd had been there since like eight PM so oh, they wow. were drunk. Yeah. But they weren't they weren't like rowdy though. Uh, they were they, they were, were respectful. Fun. Yeah. Respectful. They were having like a fun time. Like all the jokes were hitting. I was like, I love this. Yeah. It's great. I, I
0: mean I'll um, the only bad experience
1: there. I had at the Secret Group was um there was a live band playing. Mm uh Next door, yeah, yeah, and it was so loud, and <laughs> so I and and it sucked because the crowd in the comedy side, you know it was a huge crowd, it was like yeah. sold out, I guess like it was big, and but i I felt like I did horribly because no one could hear,
0: oh like wow. no one was could that hear bad, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it was so loud, and then it, to make things worse. Every time someone had to go to the bathroom, they would open up the door. Mm, yeah, like, I don't know if it's yeah. still like this, yeah. but the bathroom was like in the hallway yeah. that connects the two So they have the to bars. open the,
0: the, yeah.
1: So the door would make a noise. It would squeak <laughs> really loud. And then the music would get louder every yeah. time the door opened. And what? then, it, But it was loud even without it. It would just get louder when the door opened. Yeah. So it was kind of a nightmare, that show. For that I particular mean,
0: night. <laughs> That uh-huh. I said that night that was kind of bad because it had that. I mean, uh, yeah. what I, I went to go see Brian Simpson and and Derek Poston there, and um, it was at the Secret Group and at the box right next door they had a like a game show going on, and like mm-hmm. you, I'd I'd be watching the comedian upstage and then you'd just hear next door just yelling and laughing and all that. So yeah, uh, I I kind of they need to do something about that for sure. Definitely don't have a live band while comedy is going on.
1: Yeah, like that would be my only like. Uh, but when there's not a band playing, it's a great room. Yeah, like I've had really great experiences there. i I like going there a lot. I'll be there again in August. I haven't hit up anybody about getting on shows yet. but uh-huh. I need to do that. Thanks okay.
0: For me. No, for yeah. sure. What what um, time around uh, when in August are you coming? Weekend? Because I know. Um, uh, I, I, have you do you know who Jeff Joe is?
1: Yeah, yeah. I met he's, him. At, uh,
0: yeah, he's hilarious. Was. Go ahead, sorry. I,
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I, I saw him perform in Houston. Thought he was really funny. Didn't get a chance to talk to him. And then he came and opened for, I want to say, Don L. Rawlings, maybe, or someone. Someone mm-hmm. pretty big he opened Maybe,
0: uh, what's his name? Peters fucking, uh, Russell Peters? I know he, he was opening nah, for him. No, it wasn't
1: Russell Peters. Okay. It was like... I think it, it, he opened for someone at the improv that I work at. At Like, Edison. he came to Dallas with the guy. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, like, introduced myself. I was like, you're a Houston guy. Con- I've seen you. You're funny. And we, like, talked. So uh-huh.
0: like, yeah. yeah. That dude's awesome. Him? No, I was going to say um, that he hosts, like, every Monday and fr- and I think every other Friday, he hosts a show at Axarad And he always has great comics up there. So if you okay. wanted a spot for any of those days, I'm sure he'll you know could get yeah. you yeah
1: okay good i didn't know that i'll hit yeah. him up i usually just hit up like brian at ruddyards okay and yeah. then like
0: marshall at
1: and uh patrick uh-huh. i think oh patrick Edie, right yeah
0: yeah
1: okay. like those two for sure have like helped me out uh-huh. um but yeah i'll try to remember him too <laughs> jeff like, okay yeah hopefully yeah <laughs>
0: Okay.
1: Um, I, uh, I'll be there. I think August seventh through August fourteenth, or something like that. Oh,
0: just uh-huh. in a couple of weeks.
1: Because my sisters are coming in. Like we're, my dad wanted to have me and my sisters home for like mm-hmm. a week. So, yeah, but I'm gonna try to work comedy in that week too.
0: So okay. I'll see what happens. Yeah, that'd be I dope. don't know what date date. I I still haven't seen you live. I've just seen like your clips and all that, and. Like, you're real, so that's pretty funny. So it'd be kind of cool to see you up there. Um,
1: yeah, I hope you can come. Yeah, that'd be sick.
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you about... Uh, do you Have you met... Uh, what's his name? Ralph? I think Barbosa. I think he's from Dallas. Yeah, I
1: love Ralph. Ralph's been in Dallas he's, with me, like, the whole time.
0: He's blowing up <laughs> right now. Right? He's huge. He just yeah. feels like a special in New York.
1: He's... Yeah. He He is... What's the word? In an Anomaly? Anomaly? Or, uh, just like a rare breed.
0: Uh-huh. You, man, you know <laughs> like, what's so crazy? He's hilarious, but like growing up, I've met a lot of guys kind of similar to him. Like his style, like his, his vibe and all that. So it's like seeing him up there, I feel like I'm seeing like a buddy that I've known forever.
1: I think that's what makes him so great.
0: Yeah. I Is relate so much so- to
1: him. He's so relatable And he makes it look so easy
0: Yeah he like, does Like he's just up
1: there Like it looks like He's just chilling But yeah. like he's not He's He writes a lot uh-huh. I don't I've like Seen him I see I used to see him Around all the time You know in Both <laughs> Dallas. Yeah He started around the same time Okay And I don't know He's like obviously like Busy but He comes around often And he's always got Like a He's right He writes a lot mm-hmm. He's a, a writer Like he's You know, and yeah, he makes it look really easy. He's, he's a rare, like, because he's been doing it for like five years uh, and he's just like,
0: he's really good. (laughs) Like
1: he's a special person.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy hearing you say that because it's like, man, like I said, like I've seen him grow up with me all my life and it's like, he's just hitting so hard right now.
1: But but, uh, but like I said, I think that's what makes him so likable. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think that's that's the hard part. Yeah, as for comics, is to is to be so relatable mm-hmm. and laid back, and like you're just hanging out with someone. That's yeah. what a lot of people struggle with. Like that's, but that's what a lot of the audience wants. Uh-huh. They want to feel like they're just hanging out with a buddy. You know, yeah, like
0: yeah, you're just talking shit with the homeboy.
1: And he makes it look like he... He really makes it look like he's just up there <laughs> s- spitballing, it, but he's not. He like makes you so feel well, like it's, it's just well, you and him, well, like, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's why I think he's so good is that, and so likable is because he's... Yeah, he makes you feel that way when you're watching him. Uh-huh. But in a lot of us, like, it's that's hard to do. Like, for, it has to come naturally, mm-hmm. I think. It's not easy to to pretend to do that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like... Yeah, uh, i don't know yeah do, he's very good
0: he's the best yeah, he he's definitely the best. I, I hope <laughs> to have him on sometime he just started following me so uh uh so i, I really want to have him on as well do you have any like any dirt on him anything
1: no. kind of joking
0: you know something well him. not nothing bad but like anything embarrassing that i could you know maybe bring up and kind of embarrass him I, I even though i highly doubt it's hard to embarrass I've, a comic, I've right? I've
1: never even seen him bomb. Really? <laughs> like, I know he probably has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen him. I, I He's the type where if he is having a, a rough set, everybody is because the mm-hmm. crowd sucks. Okay, it's not you him, know. it's the crowd. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm like, I've never, personally, all the times I've watched him, I'm like, he's still doing really good. <laughs> like. Um and I think he would do your podcast if he has time. Yeah, he's yeah. not too big. Like he's not like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he would do it. Yeah.
0: You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Um I mean we've messaged you back and forth and all that. So he's 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 cool down to earth and all that. Um, what are some of your best bombs that you've had?
1: Best bombs? Yeah.
0: If that if that's possible. You mean that, worse? No, I mean <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, I mean yeah, I guess worse.
1: Um, I mean, the worst one was actually back in, uh, it was actually in May.
0: Oh, sure. Um, Recent. Pretty recent. I
1: went to, it was pretty recent. Before that, I really hadn't had any for a while. Really? Uh, you know, I mean, obviously open mic Uh bombing. but I don't even count that as bombing if it's in front of two people or, or, you know, six or, or eight comics that are just waiting to go up. Like, that's not a bombing.
0: It's still got to be hard, though, to go up in front of two people, right? Like, how...
1: Yeah, I mean, because you're probably going to eat shit, but I, at this point, I'm... i
0: Are you kind of numb to it?
1: Kind of, yeah. I'm like, I'm still going to try to make those two people laugh, Uh and if I do, great. I'll feel good about it. If I don't, I might feel bad about it for, like, a minute, but I'm not going to quit, you know, because of that. Like, that's not... That's not really horrifying to me anymore. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, that sucks. I didn't make those two people laugh. Uh-huh. You know? But we're going to move on. Okay. You know, but the worst bombing I had, and I've never thought about quitting. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just mortifying when you get off stage <laughs> kind of, for a while. Like, it's depressing. Uh uh-huh. um, You know, and the worst one I had was, uh, it was with Steve Trevino. We went to Ooh. McAllen, Texas. Uh-huh. And we performed at this, like big theater there and it was a
0: theater bomb <laughs> y-
1: yeah but it but it wasn't a huge theater it probably only sat like maybe four or five hundred people which okay. for a theater that's, that's that's like i would say houston improv seats about that much Yes, so yeah, yeah. kind of like the same capacity as that okay um but I got up on stage, I thought I was going to be the host, but I was just doing a guest spot. Mm-hmm. so that made me feel weird, and I don't know if you've met him, but this guy named Mario Salazar, Mario Salazar. you ever heard of him?
0: I think I might have. Uh, he sounds actually, familiar.
1: He's he's kind of around Texas, uh-huh. uh, but he went up there, he lives, he's a McAllen local mm-hmm. comic, I think, like, I think he lives there, but he goes to San Antonio a lot, and I okay. think he probably goes to Houston, here and there, but, uh. He's a local there, so he knew exactly how to work that crowd, mm-hmm. and he absolutely annihilated. After he finished, he was the host. I was the guest spot. Oh, shit. I went up there, and the moment I got on stage, this guy... I hadn't even told a joke yet. This guy in the crowd just started yelling out, Where's Steve? Where's Steve? What the fuck? Like, basically telling me to get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I rude I thought, okay. as shit. And I was like, dude, at least let me...
0: Try. The unfunny first yeah.
1: before you tell me to get off stage. Like I haven't even had a chance, and I handled it so badly. I did really? not. I didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. I hadn't had. Really, I've been kind of spoiled with comedy. Like I haven't bombed been
0: heckled much. I've
1: yeah, I've I've bombed where no one laughed or whatever, uh-huh. but I've never been heckled okay. like that. You know, in my past, in my past with uh, heckling, it was always just like people were talking. Uh-huh. But then someone tells them to shut up and then it's over. Okay. Or they yell something out at me. I don't hear it. I just you ignore don't get, it. Yeah. And then it goes away. Uh-huh. But this guy, I was trying to do that. After the first, where's Steve? I was like, okay, I'm going to go on. I'm going to ignore it. But he kept yelling it out. He kept oh, yelling it out. To was the he point pretty close to the stage? He was probably just like a couple feet away. He was oh. like somewhere in the middle, towards the front, probably. I couldn't even see you him. See, okay. I, could, I could see the crowd, but I couldn't tell who was doing it. Mm. That was the worst part: is that I could see the entire crowd, but I couldn't tell who was doing it. Yeah. And and then eventually he wouldn't stop yelling it out. That people in the crowd were just like, "Hey, shut up! Let her That's- talk!" And they were doing. <laughs> and now they were like fighting with each other. And uh-huh. I was just standing up there. I was like, I hadn't oh, made a shit. joke yet, and I. I felt there was nothing I could do. Cause uh-huh. I just kind of froze because I was like, oh, hey, "Now they're dude. fighting with each other. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to make this go away. Yeah. And I can't just dive into my material. Like, uh-huh. nothing. Like the the jokes are not going to hit at this point. Yeah. Like this this is too weird. You know, Holy they they, they this is getting weird. <laughs> and so I I just kind of froze. And I tried to like I said something. I don't. I think I made a, I was like, okay, get the guy with Tourette's out of here or something like that. (laughs) I tried to, like, say something, and then they weren't responding great to that. And then it just got weird, and I tried to do a few jokes, and it was just, it wasn't working. The energy Uh. was just, the energy was pulled from the room, and I knew that there was nothing I could say that would be strong enough to make everyone forget about that. Uh And so, and I only had seven minutes, so all my time was getting eaten up by the whole thing, and it was just, it was so awkward, it was so bad, and I'm really embarrassed to admit it, but the minute I got off stage, I cried. (laughs) (laughs) I just cried. (laughs) I cried and cried for like an hour. I went outside. I called my boyfriend. I was like, the worst thing ever just happened. <laughs> and I just like, yeah. And I was like, it wasn't even about the heckler. It was just like, I hate that I didn't handle yeah, that. that. I was froze. waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nice. I got super in my head the minute it happened. I was like, oh, no. Like, I don't have anything funny to say. Mm-hmm. I, how am I going to get out of this? It's over. My Do life you... is ruined. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to help you out. Whenever you come to Houston... I'm going to help you practice with that. I'm going to with you the entire time. That way you are ready for the next ones. Don't do that. <laughs> do, you, don't. Do, you, I don't do you ever do any like crowd work?
1: Um, no, I I kind of suck with that. I've tried it I, every now and then I'll look at the crowd. And I'll be like, do you ever do that? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. What's your name? Like, <laughs> I, I might do it a little bit, but I've never done like full on crowd work where I'm like, Hey, what do you do? Yeah. And just like. Hoped that something funny was going to happen. I've really never had the balls to do that. Okay. But it's also because every time I get on stage, I know what I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And
0: oh, you kind of have like tunnel I mean vision. You know what you. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. Like, I'm like, I don't want to risk doing crowd work and it ruin what I got going. Yeah. The only time I would really say you need to do crowd work is if the crowd just isn't laughing at anything mm. that anyone is saying. You yeah. know, that means. That usually means that that's a crowd that wants to be involved. Okay. You know. Whenever that's when I think.
0: Excuse me. What about roasting? Are you good at roasting? Do you like to roast? Or.
1: I've never roasted. I feel like I'm the type that it would either not be. It would either be really bad, like Uh, really um, like weak or too much. Okay. (laughs) Like I'm either gonna not.
0: It's gonna yeah. yeah.
1: or it's gonna be too far yeah there's no in between that's how i just never even tried i'm like i could see me just really making that awkward for everybody so (laughs) so you would never never do one of the
0: rose battles
1: if someone asked me to Uh i would i would think about it and maybe i would give it a shot Mm -hmm. but i've never i've even tried on my own when i see comics like especially ones who do it i'm like what would i say about them like Uh what I've never really put much thought into it, but oh. occasionally I'll be like, "Does anything come to mind?" and and I I just don't think I'd be good at it. Okay. I think if I were to sit down and really try and mm-hmm. practice at it, I could, but I'm not really even trying to do that. Do you think so...
0: you'll be you'll feel like too mean if you start?
1: Um, I don't know. I just I think you also kind of have to really know who you're dealing with mm-hmm. at those too. Like you have to know. Their their material, their who they are and uh-huh. whatnot. So okay. there's probably some people I could do that with, but if it was just a comic who I'd never heard of,
0: that you would, and they were
1: like roast them, uh-huh. I'd be like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? I don't know them. I don't like. Yeah. How am I supposed to come up with anything good? You know. Yeah. But so I don't know. I've never been asked to do one, so I'm not really gonna
0: try. You, yeah, you're not gonna ask for for a roast, yeah. battle or whatever. Okay. Hey. Um, so, uh, on your last episode on your podcast, I w- I heard you talk a little bit about how your mom would ask you or asked you um, if you know where to uh, get some weed from. Um. Well, I
1: or, I talked about that. I don't know. I something uh, like that we're gonna think of what you might have heard. I mean, yeah. My mom has asked me to uh, get weed for her before, and
0: but you're not you know, a you're not really like a pot smoker, right? You were talking, you were saying, not
1: anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to like when I was younger, but I'm one of those people where it was fun when I was younger, yeah. and now it just is too strong. Really, and I can <laughs> I just don't have fun. Yeah, when you, I'm high.
0: you like to drink instead.
1: Like I'm the type where I'll get high and like if I'm with someone and yeah. I'll think that they're mad at me. Really? Like, I can't have a good time. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't, it's not fun uh, for me anymore. I don't know what happened because I used to have a great time smoking, you, but now it's just...
0: Even if it's just you and, like, your boyfriend, like, that's not even enjoyable.
1: I've never, well, he's a straight edge, uh-huh. so he doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. He says he would, if he ever was going to do something again, he would smoke weed, uh-huh. but, um, but I, I think even with him, like I bought these Delta, I don't know if you oh, the Delta 8? 8.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the gummies. Mm-hmm. They, they sell them in Texas. It's legal yeah. here. But um, they do nothing I bought some for me. of those. <laughs> hmm? They do
0: nothing for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well,
1: for me, I felt exactly like I was stoned. Really? I, it got me really high. Uh-huh. And I, I did. I took one of those when I was with him. And I, I think even with him, I started getting in my head. I was like, oh no, he knows. Like, I'm high. I, I don't know. I just get really in my head and Super my head. Super paranoid. Gets bad. Uh-huh. And I just kind of stopped. I was like, I just don't think it's for yeah. me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day when I can go, when it's legal and I can go into a. Uh-huh. It sounds stupid, but I'm like, wait, no, i can no. go into a dispensary and, like, talk to someone and be like, what would be good for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <I> <laughs> like, mean,
0: what? <laughs> some, sometimes it's not, it, I mean, weed is not for everybody, you know? Like, um, I, I had this guy that I worked with, and he would see me, like, smoke, would go to lunch together, and he'd see me, you know, spark up a joint or whatever. And then one night, we were working, like, really late. It was, like, 9 o'clock at night. And um, we still had like three or four more hours. We are going to get up like at midnight. And um, he saw me like smoking. And he was like, dude, let me see that shit. And like he's Mexican-Mexican. He's not, you know. And um, I was like, okay, here you go. So I let him hit it. And he was smoking it like a cigarette. And it didn't click right away. I, I saw him smoking. And I was like, maybe I should tell him not to smoke the whole thing. But I didn't. I just really kind of fucked up. I really wanted to see him high. So then, so then he like finished it. it. He smoked. it was like half a joint. And then um he was like, what are you supposed to feel? I was like, dude, you're just supposed to relax. You're going to be able to focus on work a little bit better. And um he was like, okay. So he goes to his car, comes back out. He was like, okay, I feel it. Now, how do I get rid of this shit? And he just sat in his car and fucking threw up and had to get his wife to come pick him up and, it was oh, a no. whole shit show, man. So it's like
1: Yeah. It,
0: yeah, it's not for everybody, I guess.
1: <laughs> it's wild that it can hit you like that. Mm. And it sucks. I've had experience I had an experience like that in high school. I smoked a lot of weed and I I realized that I was that it gets you like really dehydrated. I yeah, didn't know yeah. that Big when time. I first started. I I never like would drink water cuz uh-huh. I was in high school so I was just like I, I I didn't think about drinking water yeah, at that yeah. age. Like, yeah. like, mm. We're not like, I never very health conscious. At the... Yeah, like I, I would drink water when I was thirsty, but I never thought, oh, I need to have a whole gallon of water with me when yeah. we smoke a bowl. Like, and I, and I had smoked it so many times without water and just had a great time. Wow. This one time I smoked a bunch of weed and I went outside. It was like 100 degrees outside oh, and I smoked a Camel Crush cigarette. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and it just it hit me it i the minute i walked inside Dizzy. everything turned it went black
0: uh-huh.
1: and i thought i was gonna faint and i and shit. i did i think i i was like oh my god i'm gonna faint i need to lay down and i lay down and i just had the worst experience ever i got i think <laughs> that's kind of what ruined it for uh-huh. me actually because every that, time every time after that that i would smoke i thought about that uh-huh. i was like i don't want to get i don't want to faint and throw up again or whatever yeah. like i don't want that to happen again and, and I, I think that's kind of what ruined weed for me actually was oh, that wow. experience
0: that experience that long ago okay yeah but- pretty
1: much this, literally not there's not a time i've smoked weed several times since that happened uh-huh. but there hasn't been a single time where i've smoked it and not thought about that experience oh
0: shit you still think like, about every that. time i <laughs> smoke
1: it i think I think about that I'm like um, I don't want to throw up Like I'll be drinking water Like crazy uh-huh. When I smoke now I'm just <laughs> yeah. drinking water The whole time And but then But then yeah But then I started Just getting in my head About it too uh-huh. Like it uh, came with uh, A physical yeah. and a mental Like oh
0: Yeah But back then um, You said you did Used to enjoy it
1: Mm-hmm
0: you said you did used to enjoy it back then, before that experience. I
1: did, yeah. When yeah. I first started, like the first several times, it was just like I would just laugh and feel light and fun. It was just fun. Yeah, like, I would laugh a lot. Yeah, <laughs> But I like that. A lot of people think that, you know, they don't like being around people who get high and laugh a lot because mm. it means that you're like new, but yeah, I like love a rookie, that yeah.
0: part.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, I felt great. Yeah. Everything's funny. And I loved life. And now when I get high, I'm just like, and I feel like everyone, like we all just get high and stare uh-huh. and chill. And I don't like it as much. <laughs> like that, I'm like, I, cause now like, I'll smoke and I'll chill. I won't laugh at anything because really. I'm too busy thinking of freaking out. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I'll, yeah.
1: It. <laughs> you got
0: a minute of things going on in your head, you're just sitting there. I'm
1: like, maybe that's why everyone's chill when yeah. they smoke we're like, just all thinking about shit. Yeah, like you, I don't know.
0: <laughs> have you have you uh had any experiences with mushrooms Because I know that's like yeah. the big hot thing. Like ever like now back then weed was like the like the bad, you know, the rebel shit to do and now it's like common. You know, it's regular. Everybody smokes weed. And like now it's like mushrooms, like everybody's doing mushrooms now.
1: Oh, I I haven't done them in a while, mm-hmm. but I've done them like maybe two or three times, mm-hmm. three times I think. Okay, and uh, I liked it. I just, I guess I don't, I don't hang around a lot of people that are doing them because I don't know where to get them. But I also don't think about it
0: uh-huh.
1: that I don't ask where to get. Them. I don't think about doing them. Okay, that much. Okay, um, but I would do them again. I just forget about it a lot.
0: How was your experience? The with thing it?
1: about drugs. The, like drugs are fun, and uh, I'll do them here and there. But it's the commitment. Uh, I don't. That I is the reason I don't really do a lot of drugs because I don't, you don't. Like with acid and mushrooms and all that, it it lasts for like a few hours, uh, and then maybe not mushrooms, but I know acid. You you have to pay for it the next day. Really? <laughs> with the come down and everything, it's oh, not shit. fun. Like the hangover. I guess like the hangover basically is just not. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even really drink that much Because I don't want to deal with it the next day yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like I, I don't
0: uh, For me drinking I kind of stopped that shit man Like I you don't rec- I don't recover like I used to so I just kind of Like to stick to smoking or whatever But uh, my yeah. sister actually just She lives in Colorado and she just had a, a pretty good experience I guess With mushrooms she was telling me that she Would just see like everything Nature like just breathing Like you could like she could see that shit yeah. breathing
1: yeah, like it looks like Whenever I did it like It, it just kind of seemed like It was like the first time I put on glasses It was Ooh. like everything was in HD <laughs> Everything okay. looked so, sh- so nice I you can know? relate, So yeah. like clear and beautiful And like the first time I put on glasses I, I was blind until I was 15 And I didn't even know it oh, wow. And then my mom was like, are you squinting? You need glasses uh-huh. and I was like, okay, and I put glasses And I was like, oh my gosh Everything is <laughs>
0: That's that's me every morning. Beautiful. That's (laughs) how
1: I felt when I did mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. I was like, everything looks so nice, and it makes you laugh a lot, which Mm -hmm. I love. I love when something makes me laugh because it's fun, Uh especially if the people around you are. It's hitting them like that too. Mm -hmm. Then you're all just like laughing at nothing. It's a good. Yeah. I love drinks like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because I don't know, it's just fun. You don't gotta like not. The vibes are good. Everyone's laughing.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, probably
0: yeah. why I like comedy. I like when everyone's laughing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's that's yeah. That's pretty cool, man. I I still haven't had any experiences with it, but I, I've definitely like thought about it a lot.
1: You should do it. I I think with mushrooms, I think they last for like five or six hours, maybe. Oh, so it's a little really? bit of a commitment. I might be wrong. I think that's from the time you take them to the time it's like completely worn off. Uh-huh. I think the initial high might only be like two or three hours long, like the peak and everything. Mm-hmm. Like when it's when you really feel it, it's the peak. To, but does but it I take don't a while you really for have you have to hit
0: it? To, like, like for it to hit I, you.
1: The, the last time I did a real mushrooms, it, I was like 16, so I oh, kind of wow. don't even really remember. But uh-huh. I did these like chocolate mm-hmm. mushrooms, I've heard about stuff, that. like a year or two ago, and those that was a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Bulb high, like it was very. I think that only lasted like that, maybe only lasted like an hour or two, honestly. Okay. But it was really. But we, it was like this piece of chocolate that we split between three of us, uh-huh. so it wasn't a crazy high, either. okay? It was mostly a body high,
0: like okay? We just
1: like laughing and everything was funny, but but I didn't really see any psychic, like it wasn't, um, like I didn't like you didn't hallucinate and shit. I didn't hallucinate Uh but you don't have to pay for them the next day like you don't have a hangover from them Mm. like the two times that I've done it like the first time I took like two grams of actual mushrooms Uh and even then like I didn't
0: you didn't feel shitty the next day
1: yeah you know it does make you feel shitty because it's like a natural thing you Mm -hmm. know it's not like a like it's kind of like weed I think where the next day you might feel a little like groggy or whatever but your head doesn't hurt You know, and you don't want to like kill yourself, you know, like with acid, <laughs> <laughs> with like those kinds of drugs, you want to, you're like crying the next day. You're like, I hate, law. you have the worst mental calm down. It's horrible. Really? And your head hurts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, my, yeah. uh, my brother-in-law, my sister came down a couple months ago, um, cause they got married and they brought some friends down from Colorado and we went out to Houston and these guys were like on, like tripping out on acid. Like two or three of them, and they were dancing so much, like I-, I was a little bit jealous, man, like it was they were having the time of their life, but I guess they were paying for it the next day,
1: yeah, yeah you you do, it's bad, but mushrooms aren't like that, I think any of the natural drugs like anything natural like that's not gonna be terrible for you the next day, yeah, okay, if you like smoking weed, I think you would like mushrooms,
0: mushrooms. maybe I'll try yeah. it, maybe I'll try it this weekend, who knows. but um
1: just don't do like a lot yeah your your first time unless you're trying to trip out because it can make you you take too much it can make you freak out i know someone that's freaked out on mushrooms before uh they took too much and they were like really tripping out yeah
0: yeah
1: oh you can overdo it so don't
0: i would like to be in a safe environment i think i don't think i could be out and and do them at least not the first time right
1: yeah i wouldn't do that yeah
0: so, um, mm-hmm. before I let you go, what, what do you think okay. uh, about Elon Musk's, like, dad? How creepy he is, like, having two kids. I, I don't know if you've heard about his dad. He has, like, two kids with his stepdaughter.
1: That's creepy. I didn't know about that. I can't really it, talk about it, Elon Musk. I don't, like, really lo- care about Elon Musk. Really? Like, I don't. I don't. I'm so s- uh, Maybe that's bad. Maybe I need to look. Well, up, I mean, not maybe really. I need to look I don't know. I, I I see things about him all the time on Twitter and whatnot, uh-huh. but I don't I don't know anything about him other than Tesla uh-huh. and he bought Twitter. Well, he tried to
0: buy Twitter, right? And then yeah. he's kind of backing out of the deal. I don't know. I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts that talk about him, like Andrew and shit. So
1: yeah, maybe I need to listen to more podcasts. I don't know. You that don't, sounds really creepy, though.
0: Yeah, they, yeah. They oh. said that he uh, just had a kid, a second kid, I think in two thousand eighteen, um he had a kid with a stepdaughter and it was like he tried to justify it by saying that he wasn't with the mom anymore, but he raised her as like his daughter. Like
1: it's like frowned upon, but if it's not blood, it's technically not
0: But that but like I I don't know. Man. Like that's just fucking creepy and like that It's creepy it's gross. and weird. <laughs>
1: It's it's creepy, it's weird, and it's unusual. Uh, but at the same time, if it's not incest, yeah, then like, yeah. I, I guess that's okay. But then
0: it, it doesn't it make you think like he's might have been attracted to like her like since young, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like if you have a teacher in school that you think is attractive, and they think you're like who knows what they think about you. Uh-huh. But they don't make a move on you until you're 18 and you graduate. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, I guess I, I, if you wanted to think about that, be like, well, did he think I was hot the whole time? But uh, it's like at the same time, it's like, well, if they didn't make a move, I, I don't know if you like each other now. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But I, the, I guess if, if they're not blood related. It's and, not as incest. Long as both happy, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: and all he said was like, well, we were put on this earth to recreate anyways.
1: Oh, that's a weird answer. Yeah, that makes
0: it weirder. Yeah, that that was his. Yeah, that's how he ended it. Like that that was his statement. Like we're here to yeah. you know reproduce, and I mean that's what Elon says all the time too. Because I think he just had like twins with his like a big executive at Tesla as well. He has like eight kids. You know, uh,
1: people that say that are weird Because yeah. they're probably like the pro-lifers For sure if that's their mindset like, uh, Oh we were put here to reproduce It's like not really There's a lot of women that don't want to have kids like, yeah. like, I don't know what yours That sounds weird and creepy and rapey <laughs> And, <laughs> yeah, and it, like really weird to say That's it, a weird thing Coming to from say. like
0: a billionaire as well right I mean well that's always been his thing Because he's saying that the world is like we're losing population like the population is going down and i don't know he feels like people should have yeah that's very too. like
1: pro-lifey
0: yeah huh? yeah yeah i guess yeah. i didn't
1: know about all that i'm gonna have to look into this after this <laughs> that's <laughs> so, weird uh yeah that's what i think about that that just sounds creepy and weird but
0: yeah so i guess there's snap before i let you go not know, illegal, huh? yeah it's not illegal i mean yeah well it's <laughs> illegal now to like get an abortion right that's kind of Well shitty.
1: that is But I meant Elon Musk's dad Hooking up with his Stepdaughter yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not illegal <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> what,
0: what did the Roe vs. Wade How did that shit Make you feel man?
1: I am pro-choice All the way I don't uh, understand Why anyone's trying To fucking control What women are doing With their bodies Like nah. I don't I don't un- And I don't think That most of the people Even give a shit I think it's all It's money Money's got something to do It's gotta do with money And I think religion and state or church and state should be separated. Like what, you know, like I don't understand why we're going back in time and trying to, I don't get it. I don't, I'm not really that, I don't have a lot of really smart, insightful takes on it Uh other than I'm pro-choice. And I don't understand why people give a shit what women are doing.
0: yeah, they're, like, they're what like, are you going
1: to do raise the kid like what exactly. Like do you want to raise this baby like yeah. since you care so much yeah and then there was that hov lane. oh yeah i was going
0: to bring that shit up yeah. yeah that
1: um i i love her for doing that because <laughs> true fact i think
0: every i think every <laughs> woman should do that like with pregnant or not like do that shit like there's no way in hell like they can prove if you're pregnant or not like you know if you're in the hov lane yeah you're i think every woman should get on the hov lane and just, just use that same excuse
1: pretty much yeah like I don't I yeah obviously I don't I think abortion should be allowed I don't understand why I think it just has something to do with money and I Mm -hmm. think one of my friends had an interesting theory that Uh, it's because and and I don't know if this makes a lot of sense but it's because like the white population right, race is dying out and they want to but but the weird thing about that is that white people are the ones that have a hard time getting pregnant most of the time yeah but so.
0: I, what I heard about that it was like the white people are the ones that are getting the most abortions so they kind of want to stop them from getting abortions
1: oh then if, then that might be it yeah. could, there could be some truth yeah, that. I
0: think yeah I think I could be wrong I'm more than likely wrong but I think they were saying like 60% of the women that do get abortions are white and they're trying to you know stop that shit which is weird, I now. think
1: like, then... Then my friend... Yeah, my friend probably has a point then. Yeah. It's just people trying to make sure that, well, the white race doesn't die out Which I'm like, that's fucking weird. But gonna, of course it's white people.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I, of course, like, I mean, well, all the people that, you know, are in office like, uh-huh. making these decisions are all white people. So yeah. it makes sense. Like, I don't know. And
0: that, I you, just
1: agree with it.
0: <laughs> did you see that in Louisiana? You know how they, the... They're trying to start what is it uh child support at conception because of the law that happened, the roe versus Wade oh yeah, I didn't see that, but
1: that's good, I mean yeah, right. that mean like
0: basically
1: if they're saying that there it, it's a
0: life at conception, right, yeah, they should start i guess doing and also like income taxes whenever if, if um you're pregnant, you should be able to claim that. Baby already, not wait until the baby's born, right? I feel like there, there's a lot of things that people could r- really do to like fuck with that because it, there's just a lot of like shit they left, uh, like, um, it's a lot of hoops that people can still do because of that fucking law.
1: Yeah. I just don't, I'm hoping that it's not going to last, because I think enough people are unhappy with it, where mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it's not going to last, but I don't know. I thought I had saw something recently about it.
0: Like, being overturned?
1: Being taken away, yeah. Uh, the whole abortion being illegal, yeah. Okay. Like, that they were going to, that it wasn't going like, to, I don't know. I thought, I, I saw something <laughs> on the news, but uh, I, I didn't really read it. Did you watch the news? And No, I was uh, I was at the gym uh, and they had it on oh, TV I, and I was like looking up and I was like, oh, it's being overturned already. Like, uh, what's going on? But I haven't really even looked it up since then. Like I said, I don't spend a lot of time uh, look looking at all this stuff because it it's just it's I should I should be aware, especially when it comes to abortion because that's something that
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, definitely probably it affects me. I'm a woman, exactly. you know, so I should look into it more, but. I guess it's just kind of like, it's just always upsetting all of it. So I just kind of, I'm bad about keeping up with stuff. Um, mm. I just kind of like talk about it with my friends and listen to what they say. Uh-huh. And that's my new, that's my source. Uh-huh. Most of my do you friends have, agree with me. <laughs> yeah.
0: what, but, it, uh, what, what would you do if a friend was like pro-life? Do you think you could keep hanging out with somebody like that?
1: If they're, like, really in my face about it, probably not. Yeah. Like, if we can, if it's one of those things where, like, when it comes to religion, I don't know what any of my, I don't know if any of, what any of my friends' religion is, if they even have one. Mm -hmm. I don't know, because we don't talk about it. Yeah. But I have hung out with people that were really, in my face, Christian. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't live my life that way, so... I stopped hanging out with them because they wouldn't stop bringing it up.
0: <laughs> that's all they would talk about, right?
1: Yeah. And like, yeah. that was, like, one of my cousins is like that. She's mm-hmm. super, super Christian. we were trying to hang out and have fun. Every time we would have a conversation, she would steer it to, oh, you know, you should come to church with me. Christ. Uh, and I was like. That's
0: so I, fucking annoying. <laughs>
1: I, I'm uncomfortable with this.
0: Like,
1: I just want to be close with you. I just want to be friends. I don't yeah. want to like see talk about this every time we hang out it doesn't feel like a real friendship it feels yeah. like you're trying to recruit me yeah i don't th- know like that
0: that's my problem with religion man like i feel like religion just tears more people apart like i mean god or whatever like you're supposed to be closer with people but if you don't believe or have the same beliefs as somebody else like they just think you're the worst or, or some shit you know like yeah. they, they just judge you and i don't know man that's my thing about religion I, i'm not the most religious guy I just try and like be a good person, and you know, but I'm not. I'm not gonna judge anybody for their beliefs and shit, or try and exactly. and, and try and make them believe what I believe.
1: Yeah, I think it should just be like private, you know.
0: Yeah, it yeah, seems like with politics.
1: Yeah, po- Yes, yeah. yeah. Like I wouldn't talk about it on. Don't. Those are like the things that you shouldn't talk about on stage either. You know, uh-huh. just it's private. Yeah, I
0: heard <laughs> you talk about that. I heard. Yeah, cause cause whenever you're a comic, that like people are barely starting to, like, get to know you. Like, you could lose a lot of people just by making a joke and they take it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, before I let you go, because I think I've had you on here for a while. I don't want to take yeah. you know of your time. Um, oh, you're good. Uh, I, I did notice, though, that you're a big Halloween fan. Like, you go hard for Halloween, right? Uh,
1: everyone, yeah, I guess. Like, I like to dress up, you uh-huh. know, but... Like if there's something going on no. You know like at work We usually like every job I've had We usually get to dress up on Halloween And if everyone's getting into it uh-huh. I'm gonna get into it Or yeah. if I don't have to work and I do something else my you like dress up? I, I'll dress up yeah But I really don't go super Like I look like I owe hard Cause uh-huh. I'm good at like taking a little And making a lot okay. out of it When it comes to yeah. Halloween like I don't consider it like going hard because I'm like, I really didn't do much for this costume. I just made Uh, it look like I did. Like, I'm just very creative, like, Uh when it comes to. So, but I'm really not as into it as I used to be. I used to be a lot more, like, I used to plan my Halloween costumes like six months in advance. You know, (laughs) I used to when I was, like, younger. I Uh would get really into it. But now I'm just kind of like, I don't really, if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to dress up or what I'm going to dress up as until like a week. Or a few days oh, wow. before, okay. like, the last couple years, because I'm just like, I you don't know. I just like kind of don't care. I guess I don't care that much anymore. Like, I'll dress up and get into it if everyone says they are, but yeah. I'm not, like, going, I don't go crazy over it like I did when I okay. was younger, that's for sure. Like, Okay. But it's a fun time of the year. I definitely love the fall and the, the holiday season more than the summer. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, they, they like, the fall season is the best for sure.
1: I like the vibe of <sighs> Halloween. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Spooky, spooky I'm definitely vibes. Not, yeah, I like the. <laughs> like, if uh, if I have friends around me that are getting into it, then I can get into it. But if no one else is, I'm not, like. Upset you're not the about one to push it. everybody. Yeah, I'm just okay. kind of like, whatever. Like, if you're into it, I'm into it. Okay, if okay. If no one's into it, then I don't really care anymore, honestly. <laughs> like,. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I've I realized that spending money on Halloween costume is, is not a priority.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, you have better, <laughs> you yeah. know. As you get older, you need that shit for everything else.
1: Yeah, like, but, now I, like, kind of, if I dress up, I kind of just have things around my place. Like, I have makeup from past years and uh, stuff, and I just, like, have fun with that. I'm like, this is what we're doing.
0: Like, I think that's um, what kind of caught my attention. Uh, like, you go, like, your makeup is, like, legit or whatever, like, on your costumes. Um, Thanks. Yeah, um, but um, where can people follow you at? You want your Instagram handle?
1: Um, it's just Kirstie Comedy on everything. K i r s t i e Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Okay, that's pretty much it.
0: And uh, mm-hmm. what about shows? You got some shows coming up? You say you're coming to Houston, um, right?
1: Yeah, this week I'll be in Fort Worth at Hyenas Fort Worth. um July twenty second, and then I'm gonna come to Houston August seventh through the fourteenth, but I don't know what shows yet. Mm-hmm. But if you follow me, you, I'll post about them. Okay, and that's yeah, I, that's it. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing. I'm going to California uh-huh. uh, this weekend, but I don't know. doing anything your fan out there? <laughs> oh, I um, I actually
0: get do get a good amount of downloads from California.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, then I'll, I'll be. Uh, huh? uh,
0: surprisingly, and Germany. Like, like freaking 20 people each episode. I get like 20 downloads from Germany. It's weird. Wow. Yeah, it, it's so weird.
1: That is weird. But shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be in a kind of a LA, Irvine area, Irvine. California. Okay. I'm doing shows over there.
0: So. Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Have you
0: done shows out there in, in LA before?
1: No, this is my first time. Are going you nervous? There. A little, but I've already got shows lined up And they seem like they're kind of smaller shows mm-hmm. um, The Irvine weekend is with Steve Trevino okay. So I'm hoping that still happens I haven't talked to him about it in like a week or two But okay. I'm supposed to be in Irvine with him that weekend So I'm not I'm probably more nervous about that Just because he gets like a
0: new improv club yeah.
1: And I want it to go well but the other shows seem kind of like small. Okay. So like, I'm not doing like the comedy store or anything like that. Oh. Just kind of. I just. I'm just. I hey. I hit up other comics that I met, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What do you recommend for me? Where can I go up?" And they yeah. gave me a list. And I'm like, "All right." And I just. Okay. I, I can't even remember the names of the places, but I'll. I'll
0: put You'll it be all out like, there. You're going to be saying some jokes out there in Cali.
1: Hell yeah! Yeah. Fuck
0: all yeah! Right. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on. You're my first comedian. Uh, that i had on oh, so that's pretty cool um i appreciate all the information you gave me i hope to see you out here in um thank and yeah i hope you get it out there you keep kidding it
1: yeah thanks for having me it was fun yeah i had um, fun yeah keep uh whenever i'm in Houston just send me a message or whatever no for
0: yeah. sure like keep up your reels like that shit's funny
1: Thanks. Yeah. I'm gonna,
0: yeah, I need to post more. Yeah. What was the, what was the MTV Cribs? MTV Cars? What was that real? you did?
1: Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a little that too one relatable, did, that man. That
1: would not go viral. Like, I hoped it would, but whatever.
0: Oh, no, like, I, I laughed way too hard at that shit, man. Whatever, uh, like, the whole dishes, <laughs> oh, I was like, that shit was, it killed me. But I'm yeah.
1: glad you liked it. My stand up clips do well mm-hmm. on Instagram. They usually get a lot of views, but that one did not I don't know. I need to get better about it. I'm not good at the, social.
0: The algorithm is so fucked up, man. I don't know. Like it, it. yeah, it sucks. But hey, I hope it I hope it gets better.
1: It will. <laughs> <laughs>